and be willing to fall on our faces, to be shamed a hundred times if we have to, but to come back and, you know, get back up. And go, okay, what is needed right now for humanity? What does humanity need from the art? What is it? Welcome to the Artist Becoming Podcast. Hey, Jess. Hey, Shelby, a five, six, seven, eight. Join us in weekly conversations with performing artists across stages, studios, rinks, fields, and screens. Every conversation, a chance to dive deep into the story of their becoming. All right, Shelby, let's get on into it. This episode's conversation features our guest, Kareen Plantadit, a Tony-nominated dancer and actor, yoga teacher, founder of KP Virtual Studio, healer and creator of The Conscious Comeback, and a true of the truest artist becoming. Here we go. And we will dive right in. It is my overwhelming pleasure, to calm my heart, <laughs> to introduce Kareen Plantadi as an artist becoming. Thank you for joining us today, Kareen. We are enamored by you. I'm so proud of you guys for doing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm elated. So I'm, I'm all yours. If there's anything that I can provide, that I can share, answer, um, ponder about with you as you are an artist as well. So, yeah. Thank you for that. I, when I describe you to people, it's extremely difficult because your essence is beyond words, but just this, usually I say the sound of her voice is as if you're bathing in honey. And so literally anything that comes out of your mouth, today I'm grateful for. <laughs> um, but to, you know, you need no introduction, but Kareen, you have had an extraordinary career with Alvin Ailey. You have originated roles in top running Broadway shows. You are a mindful guru. You have your own virtual studio that you just launched, which I'd love to hear more about. Um, we thought a neat entry point into this conversation today would be asking you, as your career has evolved through all these different modalities of movement, how has your relationship with your artistry changed? Mm. Over the years? Yeah. Mm. What a great question. My, my relationship with my artistry, I will say something. I cannot live without. I cannot, uh, I cannot sustain a certain quality of life without art and without artistry. But what does that really mean in a day-to-day? -day? I was just thinking about this recently. It's so interesting that I forget that I am an artist at times. I truly do. And I, I do because all of a sudden other things take precedent and life in general as, you know, we need to you know, uh, answer this or have that going on of this or that. I mean, like, if you're on a Broadway show, if you are uh, in a film set, on a film set or any of those things, then a lot of things are being taken care of so you can do that work. Mm -hmm. But I think the main work that we do is not just on the set. I think the set and the, and the films and the, and the Broadway shows or the company work they are um, moments of visibility of the art, of your artistry. But the depth of your artistry is not seen. It's usually invisible to the eyes. And it's done in 
I, I would say it's done in the intimacy of your of your life when people aren't looking. So so I feel that it's much more a way of living than it is, you know, oh, I get into the studio, then I become an artist, right? I think it's the way we see life. I think it's the way, and I was saying to you, it's interesting because I forget that I am an artist because my day-to-day -day is not always about taking care of myself as an artist right now. It's like, there's a lot of, like you see, I'm, I'm, I'm owning a new, uh, I'm launching a new thing, KPVS Studio. So I really want that to work as a business, but also as a vision. So there's a lot there that's not just the art, but I have to say to you, I have to bring the art in it. Otherwise I am dying. I am dying. Okay. I'm like, and, and then, and then I wonder, you know, I wonder, I'm like, what is it about an artist that I'm so connected to? What is it? Is it the way I look at things? Do you know what I mean? Is it, is it the way I'm listening to things? Is it the way when I take the time to you know, travel through my day, but in an artist kind of way. And, and I really mean this by being conscious, right? Not just unconsciously walking through life, but all of a sudden you kind of dance through life or pushing yourself. Do you remember that book, um, The Artist Way? Yes, I knew you were gonna Cameron. say Cameron. Right, Julie Cameron, is that her name? No. I mean, that was a mind blowing uh, movie back in the day. I mean, a book back in the day or inquiries and things. I remember my, my art history like bloomed because all of a sudden you took care of your art form. You became someone that wasn't putting the art at the end. Whenever I have time, I will do that. You know, no. it's like, if you call yourself the artist, you got to do the art form, but the art form is not just when you are being paid for it, right? It's also a way of living. Yes. It's a way, for me, for me, I will say to both of you, for me, art is, a lot of it has to do with beauty. And, and, beauty with a big b not not you know the the, the face beauty and the, the, you know but I'm, i think it has to do with harmony and it has to do with creativity being curious at that moment you know so you you create and I, that's why i think artists today i don't know you open a pandora's box should they others i can't stop talking about blah, 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 blah. love it um keep going I, th I think there's also a great deal of taking care of that part of you that loves to see beauty. And, and that part of me is very sensitive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's truly like I feel, I feel leaves when they're moving with the wind. You know, that's the kind of like, like when you're connected so strongly to something around you that you, you also you realize how beautiful it is you know it, it is like oh my god it's so beautiful although the sound of the wind is something that drives me and like on another planet when I, I i tap into it and i'm listening to the wind i'm like we can't even see it like you can't see it but it's like making art like it's like it's like earth is like like using a pipe or something or using a, a flute, right? It's like, wow, it's like there's lyric, there's a melody that's going on around us. 
that everybody gets to be part of, like a resonance that is happening with cause of the wind. It's just like so magnificent. Or you know what? Something I love seeing life, light um, through through uh, through leaves in the forest. Right? Come on, really, really, unreal. Really, like yeah. you, you kind of like you stand there and you go. And I think those things, those images, when we start to pay attention, that's what living as an artist truly is to me. It's, it's that you, you will notice and you will be in tune enough that you let yourself feel the beauty of what is around you. Because when you're going to work on that script, when you're going to be on that stage, when you, it, it's, that's what's coming out. That's those moments that you were walking. Nobody saw you walking in the forest. You know what I mean? Nobody saw you swim under and then, you know, and, and, and touch the ground, touch the sand or, you know, that, you know what I mean? Like, to me, that's what it is. And some people leave that way, but they're not going to use it as art, right? They're not. They don't have to. They're not artists. It's not their story, right? But for us, it's kind of like, yeah. So anyways, I think it changed. I think I answered like, yes, he has changed yeah. of understanding what that meant to be an artist. I also have realized that I am an artist and there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can do. I cannot, I cannot take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you based on something you just said um, about beauty. And I think like one of the powers of an artist is not just seeing the beauty in those, like what you said, the mask, the beauty of that mask, but sometimes it's the tapping into the beauty of the darkness. And there's almost like an openness and an intimacy of an artist to, to, to welcome it in and say, come closer, come closer to want to understand that darkness to, to transform and, and sort of, emanate that out to move an audience or to create that, you know, that powerful resonance that you're speaking of. So I'm curious to know along this, this road, this windy path that you've navigated through your artistry, how has those challenging darker moments kind of, how have you leaned into those or, or welcomed those into your experience and sort of found yourself rise through that experience or move through that experience? Great question. I want to say that what we call beauty, right? When we use, uh, for me, when I use the word beauty um, with a big B, it is that it is that beauty that you find in everything. And that includes, you, you, that includes the moment of, that we may want to qualify as ugly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? I, I think that, that <clears throat> as, as a dancer, as someone who is a mastering, mastering, you know, movement, I call, I call the young dancers that I have with me, you are masters of motion. Yet this is not, this is, this, this is a big label, right? Because it, why do we say this? Because you spend a long time working at it. Some people are never going to do that. And they cannot be called the masters of motion. I cannot be called a master of, of count, like an accountant. I can't. No, I don't spend any time in it. I don't want to, right? So yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm to each their own 
mastery. Mastery to me is someone who takes the, the commitment and the choices to be in this one category and just work in it, like be with it, like get in the mud with it, like struggle with it and blow bubbles with it and throw glitter on it with it, you know what I mean? Or, or dive in the dirt and go like, oh my God. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I, I have to tell you, I feel in, in the idea of ugly and all of those things, there's one word that just showed up and I want to speak of it is shame. Mm. I want to speak of shame. And why do I want to speak of shame? Because I feel that this is one of and this is one amazing human uh, feeling and cessation emotion that usually does not allow us to dive fully into an experience. Mm -hmm. And the shame of not knowing, the shame of being a failure, the shame of any kind of those shame that can come up. And in fact, is that when you get rid of it, that shame, then you can go into the ugly because it's part of being a human being. Like being ugly is part of human, right? It's, 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 it's a choice that we can make at any given time to, to be ugly. And, and, and we're all making it one point or another. We're all going to make that choice to, you know, answer badly to, you know, to, to not be at our best as human beings, right? It's, it's okay, and it's okay to recognize those things because I feel like the shame is stronger than the actual event. And in that moment, as an artist, you gotta be willing to feel that too. And you have to be willing to take it, to take all of it. Like I'm shamed that I, you know, I, I'm shamed that this and that happened, right? And I can use that shame I can turn it around and show it beautifully how I am humbled by the shade. I, you know what I mean? Like it, that becomes a departure versus an ending in, in, you know, in the process of, of art. So like, like an artist, like I look at myself and I say, there are moment, moments where I've been, been the most shallow is because shame was around. Mm -hmm. And I did not want to I, I, was, I wasn't equipped at that moment to face my own shame. So I prefer to hide, right? But when I decide that it is what it is, here, here, here I am, right? And I can love myself through the process of falling. I can love myself through the process of navigating in the mud, not knowing where I'm going. When maybe people think, oh, Karin has it all together. Well, no, she's not. No, she doesn't. No, she does not, right? And she goes down and then she... She stays there, but I'm learning to be, to have a relationship with shame that is healthy, where you can face shame. You can invite shame right here. Mm -hmm. And you can also decide at that moment to forgive yourself, to give yourself a moment of let's take a deep breath and change and, and make a different decision. You know, uh, ask for forgiveness to whoever was around and whatever happened, and then move on because we have a mission as artists, right? So I feel that we need to know as artists where our own moment where we disconnect, where we take away our artistry. That means we take away our power, we take away our mission, we take away our direction, our destiny, right? We can't do that. Yeah. Mm. Wow, Karine. You know, 
the, I'm just going to pick up where you left off right there, which is that, you know, we, within the workshop, we're taking these artists through this kind of point of reconnecting to their why, like starting at the beginning, what was that first reason why you got just lit up in a studio and then kind of navigating through the process, learning how to metabolize setbacks and, and heal injuries beyond the physical healing. And then kind of week three, we go into your expansion, stepping into your worth, which I feel you are such a living, breathing example of someone so embodied within their worth. And then week four is kind of transposing, integrating all the work you've done to be an artist and understanding how all those skills translate into your beyond, into your next steps. And so it's kind of the journey that we take people on. And at the end of, at the, end of the workshop, we ask artists to define for themselves what their artist's becoming mission statement is. And, and you just, you use the word a few times and it's, it's kind of a hard question to answer on the spot, but I, I, I know that you've sat with your, you live and breathe your values. And I would love to know what comes to mind when you think of the idea of articulating your mission as an artist becoming, what rises to the top for you? Now, this program looks amazing, Cherie. Oh my gosh, this looks incredible. I believe in all of it. I believe in all of it. I am impressed by what you're doing. Yes, artists becoming, absolutely. Um, when we talk about mission, the, when I first joined When I first joined the 80 company, and that was my dream, and, and I joined them when I was around 21 or so. I saw them in Paris when I was 15 or 16. And to me, it was so clear. It was so clear that this was, I had no idea what New, where New York was really. I mean, I was 15 and a half, 16. I, don't, I knew it was in America. I knew they had yellow cabs, but that was pretty much all I knew about. New York, right? But then I found out that that company that I saw in Paris was based in New York. So I was like, well, definitely, that's where I'm going, right? So long story short, I did join the 80 company, which was a dream of all dreams, change my country, change my language, change continent, you know, change, change everything, left my family, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and I moved into the 80 company, but you know what? I wasn't happy. I was not happy. I was, I had joined my dream company, my dream of all dream, but I was not happy. And come to find out, like, thankfully I was seeking, I was seeking something deep. I was like, something is not connecting. It's not just about me dancing around. What is it about? Like, I really, I was like, what can, how can I possibly, how can I be here? I'm touring the world with the 80 company and I'm not beaming. I'm not happy. And it is in, you know, in series of circumstances that I started to tap into Buddhism and I started to tap into mission and I started to tap into why people are here and the reasons of one's life and tapping into my own mission, right? All of a sudden I realized I was like, that's what I believe in. I believe in peace in the world. I, I do. In my heart, in my soul, I know that we're capable of making peace in the world. I know it, right? I realize that I'm not someone who's going to go and, you know, go on the field and do, my way of doing it was through the art, 
So I realized that I was a, what we call a bodhisattva, which is someone that works for the happiness of others. I am a bodhisattva that chose dance as their tool or dance or art as their tool. My mission is to literally bring peace in the space, but I'll do it in the way that I'm not only capable of, but also attached to in a way of wanting to develop it, right? You want to develop your art form. So therefore you go to the studio, you can develop it, you know, just not showing up. It, it's not like that. Art is you show up or you don't. It's either you go to the studio or you don't. It's simple. It's so simple. So anybody that's walking out there going, oh, I don't know if I should go to the studio. Well, no, it's not a question. You just go to the studio. <laughs> this is where it's happening. You know what I mean? Go take those class, go to your artist becoming, go to that workshop, go do and seek and dig in, right? So for me, it became clear that my mission was to create peace in the world through the art. And that's why it became very interesting because all of a sudden my, my career literally bloomed open because I became less more attached by the little things that could have been in my way. Oh my God, my legs does not go high enough. Oh my God, you know, I wish I had this and she has that. And you know, all those things that can come along the way, all of them is like, oh no, 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 no. This is a tonji for peace, darling. I am making a tonji for peace. All of a sudden it became wild. It was, it was, I was just like, oh, and I was like, dancing? Yeah, but what else can I do? Like, I want to do it all now. I'm like, a mad machine for peace, right? A mad, mad artistic machine for peace. So let it be film, let it be musical, let it be, I don't care, bring me in. Like, right. So it just, my mission is to bring peace. And the way I do it is through the art form. I, be, I believe that I, as soon as you come to the theater, we get people to forget for a moment, you know, what really their life is about. But also we get to inform them we get to uh, base in the place of a beginning for them. Maybe, you know, they got into a stop and because of this one piece, they're gonna reconnect, right? They, all of a sudden their heart is gonna be like beating hard, right? They'd forgotten all about their heart. And it's like, oh, I totally know what I need to do. I need to, you know, call her up and tell her, I love you, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden those, so yeah. My mission is to create peace in the world and I use art. I'm, I'm an artist for peace. Living, breathing. <laughs> you know, um, one thing that you just said, we spoke with a friend of ours who um, is a scholar in positive psychology and she told us of the progress principle. Have you heard of this? It's worth repeating for our audience. So the progress principle explains how when you get to that point, that goal, when you got into Ailey, like that was the goal, right? And you got there. And any joy that you experience in having what you want so bad is actually just your brain releasing stress because now you've arrived. It doesn't actually mean you're feeling happy. It's a release of stress because once you get somewhere, the goalpost moves. And I just, right? Like it, that really hit home because so much of our artistic journey is getting into the company, getting the part, getting the promotion, um, jumping ship, getting into the show. And it's just like, we, if you do have the luxury to arrive, it's often not enough. And why is that? Um, and you connected that to defining and articulating the why behind your drive. And once you did, 
your career just fell open for you in the most inspiring kind of way. And it just makes so much sense the way that you told, tell your story so clear. Thank you. I like, I really like what you're saying, the progress, the progress thing. There, there is a moment where I think as an artist, I think it's, it's Martha Graham that I mentioned that, you know, she, a lot of artists actually mentioned the act, the act of never being content. Don't be content because, because there is a part of us that can be very lackadaisical about all things. However, I do believe that one needs to feel content about where they are at this moment, because I don't think that running on chasing something is actually the best way to, um, to explore the possibilities. Because I think that when we are chas chasing, we are actually more into the um, flight, fight, freeze um, nervous system. Yeah. We're not in the place of openness. When we are in a flight, fight, freeze, this is not what it's about. So the creativity to me happens when you are also honoring. This is something that we need to do more and more is honoring where we are at that moment. For so many artists, it's so much about chasing. We've seen it around. You can look back, chasing, chasing, non-content, getting a lot of things, still not content, turning into drugs, not content, adding the dose, non-content. Next thing you know, the person is no longer here. And there's many of those experiences Right. So I feel also that today we need to realign, we need to reorganize and go, wait a minute. Let me make sure that while I am in that space of building, that I add a sense of what we call santosha in yoga. Right. Contentment. Mm -hmm. Because in doing this, I can face you not in a hungry matter. Like, what do you got for me? No, well, no. How about we meet as equal and maybe we get to continue a dialogue that creates something else, but not from a point of inferiority, which I think as artists, we need to change great deal, right? Being able to face the world as equals. We're not, we are at service. We want that. This is our deepest mission, being of service. However, that does not mean inferior, yeah. a contrary. Right. So we need to change the paradigm a little bit about, yeah, I am here as vibrant as you are. Right. And I am of service to you. However, we are equal. Right. Let's bring the equal part in there. So I think that as young, young artists, we need to change a little bit of that paradigm, that storyline, the narrative. Yes. And what you're so much of what I'm like seeing from you and feeling from you and what you're describing is it's fullness it's, it's being full from within. You're not, you're not filling up from outside, from the teacher, from the director, from the, there's an internal fullness and the, the mission statement. I'm like, I was hysterical over the tondu for peace and the plie for peace, but you know what? It's actually like, it's a secret that you hold. And that's, what's so powerful about it. Because when you're in the studio, you know, that secret and that's, what's keeping you full and everybody wants to know the secret, right? So that's when it all starts to open because you're holding something so precious and you know, to hold it because you know what it's worth and it just changes everything. It's the energy that just changes everything. And that's, I want that, you know, I want that. Yeah, I want that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kareem. Wow. 
Oh, well, I will never forget, Corrine, when I had just retired from the stage and I came and took your class at Modo. And we were up in a not a red dress and a dancer's pose. And instead of saying, you know, come down, put your foot down, you said, take a deep breath in, expand through your heart and let your dancer fall. And I stood there and I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> I sobbed in the back corner, sweating and crying because it was a permission that I hadn't even considered that I needed to give myself. And you, you gave it to me and it was a pivot point in my relationship with my dancer identity. And I just will never know how to thank you for that moment. Um, and just for all that you embody for the intentional change that you're creating within our industry, by the way that you show up every day, uh, we are blessed to be living at the same time as you are in this space. Truly. I love that Shelby. I feel I've said that to people and I love that you, I feel the same way for both of you and for whoever is going to be able to be part of artists becoming because there's uh, the big words that I'm having lately, you know, the commitment part of us that just stand in the vanguard of not knowing and understanding that there's a dance that is happening moment to moment to moment to moment. And we get to be part of that dance or you get to fight it, right? Yeah. This is a new thing. It's like, do I want to fight the dance? Because really life is a dancer. She's a partner. She's a true partner, right? So it's either, well, you know, she is like multi masterful, okay, and qualified. So I think it could be nice to be co-partner with life and not try to fight her, right? So it's like, it's like, you know, now she wants to do the, you know, I don't know, tango. And you're like, no, I want to do the two-step, okay? So I'm two-stepping right now, okay? But she's like, I told you it was tango. Okay? She's like, for a dip. <laughs> but, but wait, but wait, no, no. What about, what about samba? No, we talked about tango. This is what it's about right now. And I feel that so much of us right now, even in our artistry, we fight, we fight our artistry. I think it's time to not fight anymore. Fall into it. Fall into it like heart wide open and discover what he means. Because right now the artist coming up to me, they have a mission like no other. We're talking next level. We're talking, do not give us an artistry from 2020, please. Don't, do not, do not, do not. There is nothing for us as humanity to be looking at if you're giving me 2020. No, 2020 was specific, we need 2021, okay? So we need to actually go like face to face and go and be willing to fall on our faces, to be shamed a hundred times if we have to, but to come back and, you know, get back up. Okay, what is needed right now for humanity? What does humanity need from the art? What is it? It cannot be 1900. Hey, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Don't do it. So now I feel like where you are, Shelby, right? Where you both are and, and your project is to actually excavate what needs to happen for 2021 and more. You literally are pressing the artist in front of something very new and we need to be there. We need to. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Such an honor. Where, where can people follow your work? Can you give us a quick pitch for, for KPV Studios? Right. Tell us the thing. Listen, listen, I'm excited about KPBS Studio. So <laughs> it's called KPBS as in my name, Kevin Plant Eddie, right? Virtual studio or virtual.
spiritual sanctuary. We'll see how it goes, right? The, the whole thing, the mission behind it is to, um, I want to bring back the secret in everyday's life, the secret. The sacred, the beautiful, where we talked about. I want to do it through many different ways, either for meditation, obviously lectures and retreats and, and dance classes accessible to all people, because I think we all need to be dancing, right? So I want to do classes in um, Pilates, the core. I want to do a lot of lecture. I'm interested to have lectures within, like for us to learn a little more about things that are interesting. I want to build a community of people, uh, of, of great human beings that, that loves to be surrounded by each other and learn from each other and, and be part of something that moves humanity in a better direction, right? So it's like, I, yeah, it's the beginning of it. It's just the beginning. But, but that's one of the gifts of COVID, right? It was kind of a way of going like, wait a minute, if I had my platform, what would I want in it? What would I want that I think is interesting, important? So there was this, what's good with Karin was also part of it where I started to interview amazing human beings. It was, it was kind of the same. It was like, let me bring in the people that I know that are doing, people are amazing. Yeah. Like truly, like what? What are you doing? You know what I mean? So it's like, we already have around us, I believe, the people that we need to, that I'll call a family. Yeah. And we get to maximize the connection between them so, so we, we, I think the way peace work, how we build peace in the world, it starts obviously with the human being, with self, right? Being at peace with self, in cohesion with your, the way you live your life, the way you align your life and how you walk the walk. Even when you fall, you get up, having that quality of just getting up, right? It's a wonderful thing. But then once you have, once you're working on all of that, that expanded to the next person around, et cetera. So it's like we're creating a web of, of human being, right? That stands straight, that are full of light. And we get to walk together and lit and literally like enrobe, you know, mother earth with this light, right? As we walk like, like an army of, of light beings, right? That's what I think we're doing, what we're doing, you know? Full body chills. I'll be in the front row of KPBS. Yes. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> and so on Instagram, it is KP. So it's KP Virtual Studio. KP Virtual Studio. Um, yeah, it's very, and it's very quite new, new, new. So it's, it's just building up, budding up, you know, and perfect. Finding, finding my ways around, yeah, around what's the offering and how to get to the people. Um, to support humanity the way I can. Yeah. Yeah. The way you do. The way you do. The way you both are doing anyways. Well, you have modeled the way. You've paved the way. You've repaved the way again and again. And um, I'm beside beside myself about you, Kareem. The same way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Wow. Wow. I'm going to be re-listening to this 40 times. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, love you, love you, love you. Miss you with all my heart. Please keep me posted. Keep me posted on anything that I can support. I will always be here. Merci beaucoup. Merci. Have a beautiful night, Karina. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye, ladies. Bye, ladies. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Want to connect further with our community at Artists Becoming? Rate and review this podcast and subscribe to stay on top of our weekly guest artist conversations and our small chats, big topics. 
check out www.artistbecoming.com to learn more about our monthly subscription membership filled with on-demand guided meditation and yummy yoga practices to support your unique journey as a performing artist. Follow along on Instagram at artistbecoming for sneak peeks and inspiring content and DM us the dream artists, athletes, performers, psychologists that you'd love to hear from or topics you'd like for us to unpack. Sharing is caring, so fire up that group chat, share to your stories, comment, share, 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 and just stay connected with us. We are here for your becoming.